0: Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff I Never Told You, production of iHeartRadio. So I wanted to ask you today, Samantha, a question that I'm pretty sure I already know the answer to, but I would be delighted if I was wrong. Do you remember what the last thing you dressed up as was? Oh, I thought you were going to ask me if I've ever been in a pageant. Oh, yes, yes. Tell me
1: that, too. (laughs) Yes, I have, actually. Yes? One, I did not do well. Two, (laughs) (laughs) last thing I dressed up as, well, I think it was when you and I did our little Halloween thing, and I was the onesie shark, and then Peaches also had a shark hat on, which I was watching, again, delightfully, as you were hella. Yes. But I'm sure. Have you ever dressed up since then, even?
0: Yeah, no, I, I, I think I've worn more costumes than real clothes during quarantine. I love actually. it. Actually. I love it. How many times have you worn the Spider-Man onesie? Uh, I've only worn that one once because, as you know, Samantha, onesies kind of a commitment. It really is. I'm a single lady. I got to reach with the zipper. There's, there's all kinds of contortions yeah. happening. Well, you, you know? don't really have to zip yourself up. Just put it on. <laughs> I want to look good. There's no one around to see it. But I want to look good. (laughs) (laughs) So what other
1: costume have you dressed up in recently?
0: So I have been working on my Luke Skywalker cosplay. So some of it's just testing, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm, Of like, mm -hmm. does this fit? And how does this look? And one of the issues, I'm sure anyone else who's like cosplayed or like even just bought costumes that were made with men in mind is that they're big and like weird places. Right. So I look kind of boxy. So I'm having to deal with that. Issue, and I'm not much of a sewer. So it's been interesting. Interesting. You know, I have to
1: give props to people who are really good at cosplay and are able to sew their own stuff, but not only that, Mm -hmm. to make it look good, because I have no concept of that creativity.
0: Yeah, I don't really either. Like, I have my skill set, and sewing is not one. So I've like resorted to (laughs) like tape and glue, like all kinds of interesting solutions. (laughs) And then you're like crossing your fingers, like, please don't change in size. <laughs> right. My favorite thing is the
1: needleless, sewless hems where you can just iron yeah. it on and patch it on. Oh, yeah. Those have been a dream.
0: Yes. Those are a dream. Mm-hmm. And I can do some really basic sewing. Like my uh, Winter Soldier costume, like the silver arm that's sewed on right. and the other that is sewed on, but it's like, it doesn't look good. It's mostly covered up. <laughs> I think it looks
1: good. The only sewing I really do is if it's like a hole in a t shirt. And I can get yeah. that together. And then performing surgery on all the toys that Peaches has destroyed.
0: Oh, yeah. Toy surgery. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They don't mm-hmm. look good, Peaches. but they hold. Yeah. Yeah. That's about where I am, too. <laughs> and I also was in pageants. I have no clear memory of it, though, but I have a picture with Miss Georgia. Oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. I did not get that far. <laughs> I can't remember if I I mean literally it could have just been she was there and I was there. I don't remember at all. Um, so today we are talking about Myanmar. And I promise this question will make sense if you're curious as to why we're talking about costumes and princesses and pageants. And because this is a very rapidly changing situation, but the date on here, Lord, I don't know what it is. It's February,
1: February 18th. I hate that one. Oh gosh. You made me say it on purpose, didn't you? So I, I did. I can't it was all it. a plan. <laughs> February
0: eighteenth. It is within that area at the very least, because I'm just trusting you. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, we wanted to do a brief overview of what is happening in Myanmar, and the situation is really complicated. To say that at the start, we could come back and do an entire episode on it. Maybe we will. But the focus, in particular, for this mini, is the protests. The protests that are happening there. So on February 1st, 2021, a military coup overthrew the democratically elected government of Aung San Suu Kyi, claiming without evidence, the results of the election held in November were fraudulent and Internet access was restricted for an entire day. And actually, when I first was researching this, it was still pretty new. Lately, the Internet has been restricted. Several more days.
1: Right. As in fact, there was a whole blackout. I remember seeing many of people tweeting, like, I don't know how long this is gonna last, but just to let you know this is what's happening, this is what we're seeing, and even to the point, I don't know if you've seen the now it's become a meme, the woman trying to do her workout video and she's doing it in front of the Capitol. And then as the siege is happening, she doesn't realize as she's dancing.
0: And yeah. it's like, oh
1: my God, could you imagine being this woman being like, I'm doing something fun and we're gonna work out, yep. and oh my God, we're <laughs> like the yes. whole place is under siege and a coup just happened. Which also, yep. just to kind of point out here, too, in response to that, a lot of the people in the US right. tried to compare their own coup to what is happening with Myanmar, stating that they took it from the US and that the US was trying to do yeah. the same. So it was a whole it's a whole mess. So it definitely does seem like there's a correlation in the spread of disinformation
0: of stolen elections. For sure. Yeah, that was definitely a conversation that happened of like, I mean, even just saying that out loud, yeah. it feels weird. Right. <laughs> it feels very similar. Right. So in response to this coup, tens of thousands of people have taken to the streets to protest despite a curfew and a ban on large gatherings, including... A lot of young people in costumes holding witty signs like, my ex is bad, but the Myanmar military is worse. I still can't believe I have to protest in a wedding gown. Dictatorship. Thank you. Next. Marvel characters. Harry Potter characters. Those dinosaur outfits that I love and I'm going yeah, to get one good. day. I love those. Oh, yeah. so, and right now, they, fe- they feel like maybe useful. <laughs> 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 Bodybuilders and so, so many women in ball gowns or wedding gowns. So hints of pageants and costume questions at the top. One female protester explained, we want to show that young girls are also participating against the military coup. We thought these costumes were the most obvious way to do that. And yeah, some beauty pageant participants even protested in their evening gown and tiaras. And there has been some conversation around, because the princess is such a loaded, like when it comes to women, kind of, has this history of being sexist or being like this really stereotypical woman. So there's been there's been discourse around that, but it is striking. Like if you haven't seen pictures of this, it's striking. Mm-hmm. And a few people have described an almost carnival-like atmosphere at these protests. Many people sat in these small inflatable pools in groups of 3 or less to poke fun at the emergency law prohibiting gatherings of more than five people. So you'll see like groups of three people holding signs and costumes in these little pools. And yeah, because so many women have shown up in these princess costumes or wedding gowns or just evening gowns, some people have called this the princess protest. And I actually, that's how I... Because uh, I've been following kind of what was happening in Myanmar. But I was like, what are the princess protests? I didn't right. know what that is. And they're the same thing. So mm-hmm. if you've heard that, that is what people are talking about.
1: Right. And I think it's really interesting to note that as this protest is happening, and there's so many protests that have been happening around the world, and maybe it's just because we're finally connected and so able to see it through social media, and therefore it's coming to light. But it is. It's interesting to note that a lot of them have been headed by women in very Mm -hmm. obvious clothing, whether it's in India and they're wearing their bright clothing and sitting in front of the line at the farmer's Mm -hmm. protest or whether it's Myanmar and the fact that they're in these brightly colored gowns being called princesses Mm -hmm. and this is a princess protest. I think it's really, really interesting and uh, earns a lot of credit to what the women are doing in these protests. But part of the reasoning here is to garner, again, the international attention that we talked about. Some of the signs are in English and protesters have used the three-finger salute from the Hunger Games, which I've seen a lot, To show their dissent. And their demands include releasing their civilian leader, restoring her civilian government, and rejecting military rule. Of course, this is, again, that bigger conversation that we talked about before of what has happened previously under her leadership and some of the atrocities. I will say it like mm-hmm. that under her again leadership, and not necessarily her by her commands per se, but under her time. So there's a lot of yeah. big conversation yeah. happening here. But of course, having something being under a military dictatorship could be even worse. So <laughs>
0: right, yeah, <laughs> there's a
1: lot to talk about there. And yeah, and for a little while, I don't think they know where she's at for the most part. I think she's a house arrest. Is she okay?
0: Yeah. Okay, She's at one point, arrest. there was, I
1: know, and again, it's been a minute, but when I started following it at the very beginning, it was very concerning. Everybody's like, what's happening to her? Where is yeah. she? What is what, what came about this? Who started this type of whole conversation? Mm-hmm. By the way, these are the largest protests in this country since the Saffron Revolution led by the Buddhist monks in 2007. And these
0: protests led to democratic reforms that are right now at stake. Yes, and the police have used force against the protesters, including water cannons and guns. And one woman was shot and is in critical condition. As of this recording, and some of the country's news outlets have blamed the protesters for the violence, I will say, as happens a lot in situations like this, there's a lot of, like, news outlets reporting different things. And so even with a woman, there was, was she shot by a rubber bullet? Was it a real bullet? Was she shot at all? Like, it's hard to get to the facts of these things when there's so much misinformation, disinformation out there. But There's certainly been violence. For decades, Myanmar was under military rule uh, that didn't shy away from violence to keeping their citizens in line. But younger generations have grown up more used to freedom because of these past protests, and they are fighting to keep it. One protester said, as part of Generation Z, we are first-time voters. This is our first time to protest as well. They negated our votes, and this is totally unfair. We do not want that. We hope they release our leaders and implement a real democracy. People protesting risk losing their jobs, and of course, it's a pandemic, so there's that. The leader of the UN International Labor Organization called on Myanmar's military government to, quote, ensure that workers and employers are able to exercise their freedom of association rights in a climate of complete freedom and security, free from violence and threats. The U.S. introduced
1: sanctions against Myanmar, and New Zealand has cut off military and high level political access. And the UN Human Rights Council held a session on February 12th to discuss, quote, the human rights implication of the crisis in Myanmar. So it's definitely good to know that things are happening around the world. Yeah,
0: yeah. And they're still happening. Like, as of today, when I was checking to make sure, uh, the UN is still very concerned about right. the situation. And with the actions the military have been taking, that there will be mass arrest and violence. And of note, like you were saying, Samantha, Suu Kyi is a very complicated figure. Her party won by a landslide in this last election. She was a Nobel Peace Prize recipient. We mentioned her for her work for democracy in Myanmar, but she drew international condemnation for how she handled the Muslim Rohingya minority. Yeah, so that's part of this whole complicated situation that we could unpack in a whole episode. But as of now, new charges have been brought against her by the military regime, entertainers who have been publicly supportive of the protest have been charged with things. The military has used blackouts on the internet to maintain control, and more than 350 people have been taken into custody without charge. Mm. So protests continue with tens of thousands marching in the street. Uh, Yesterday, which was, yes, Wednesday, February 17th, was the largest day since it started. This is all happening even as the UN does warn of a possible military crackdown. Mm -hmm. So that's something we're going to keep our eye on. And as always, listeners, if you have any resources or if you're on the ground there, please let us know. And for everyone protesting, we hope that you stay safe. Yeah, yeah, we'll... Definitely be watching. If you would like to email us, you can. Our email is Steph Media Momstuff at iHeartMedia.com. You can also find us on Instagram at Stephon Never Told You or on Twitter at momstuffpodcast. Podcast. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Thank you, Christina. And thanks to you for listening. Stephon Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.